0: from every appointment of destruction in the name of Jesus. Give us direction by your word. Let your name be magnified and glorified, Father. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to welcome you again to today's ministration on Jesus, the way, the truth, and life. The topic for today is Jesus, the firstborn from the dead. Very interesting topic as I was preparing for this message, men sincerely speaking, something I've not learned for the past I've not learned for the past 35 years, the Holy Ghost revealed to me. I'm so excited about this topic. Before, but before we continue in this topic, it's very important we situate the theme for this broadcast. What does it mean? What's the essence? What's the purpose? Why are we embarking on this exercise? Jesus, the way, the truth and the life. What does it really mean? Maybe this is your first time of coming across this ministration. You're just hearing about us. Maybe, you know, this may give you a reason why you should be a regular listener to this program. It's a weekly program and it's titled Jesus, the way, the truth and the life. What does it really mean? Jesus, the way. How is it the way? The scriptures makes us to understand in the book of Acts of Apostles chapter 4, verse 12. And I want you to take note of the scriptures, every scripture I'm giving you is so important. Don't base your faith on men's words, no matter how charismatic they may be. I want you, that's the only way to save yourself from heartache and being measled. You know, base your faith and in the word of God, not in the words of men. Always ask for proofs or reference from the scripture to support whatever anybody claim is the truth. This is very important. That's why you know in all my teachings I always support it with scripture. So that I can go back to check whether what we are telling you is the truth. That's how to become noble, like the Berean Christians. They were always going back to check whether those things that Apostle Paul and other, other apostles were telling them were true. And they became noble. I see God making you noble in the land in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You will not be misled by fake teachers and prophets. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. So, check Acts of Apostles, chapter 4, verse 12. That is where you get the confirmation that Jesus is the way, he is the way to God and the only access to eternal life. Here, yeah, what that scripture says Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. It's not clear enough. So following Jesus, therefore, takes us upward and forward until we in perfect unity with God. By the mercy of God, you will not miss that for anything in the world. Secondly, Jesus is the truth. How? The Word of God is the truth. And Jesus is the Word of God. John chapter 1, verses 1, to 3. In fact, I read it down up to verse 12. And the Word became flesh. So Jesus is clearly the Word of God. And because Jesus is the Word of God, therefore, Jesus is the truth. There's no controversy about this. And you know something about truth, something very interesting about truth. Truth is eternal, infallible. Unlike facts, scientific facts change. When they make better discoveries, they will jettison the old one and they have to start operating the new discovery. But truth is not like that. God is actually a scientist. Many people don't seem to realize that. He has tested and taken his word. those, those words. He has taken them through the fiery furnace. Has, they have been tested several times over and they found true. Actually, that is the genesis of laws. That's why the Bible is called the book of law. Because the Bible is compendium of truths which have actually been verified many times over and they have become laws. So, and the beauty of this is that when you build your life around truths like this, that are unchanging, you are building eternal legacies. You will not be wasting your time and your effort when you build your life on mere facts and fallacies. I see you will not labor in vain anymore in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We've seen so many people building a amassing mess, mommy cars, houses and everything and keeping money in banks and when there's no space, they now start putting them in boxes. By the time they die, imagine, especially when they have not properly trained their children, what happens to those resources? Go and check them out. Within a few years, everything will disappear. Is that not laboring in vain? By the mercy of God, you will not labor in vain anymore. You will not labor in vain for life. That's why understanding this kind of truth and aligning yourself in it, you'll be building eternal legacies. Glory to God. Finally, understand that Jesus is life. What does that mean? Jesus is the source of eternal life and even life also connotes health and vitality. And we have that in Jesus. He did not only die for our sin, he paid the price for our our sickness and infirmities. But his stripes we healed. He was beaten 39 stripes. Himself took our infirmities. All our sicknesses were laid on him. He took them away from us so so that we can become free from sickness. So if you don't understand and believe these things, you continue to suffer what you are supposed to be enjoying in the Lord. Some are Christians and they they are still suffering in the midst of plenty because they don't know. When you don't know, the devil will cheat you. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. That is the essence of this ministration. That's why the Lord has sent us your way. That's why the Lord, I had to pray for God to even move you to tune to this station at this time. I'm telling you, you. Maybe you just wonder, you thought that accidentally you just stumbled on Ebron FM. You are just listening to me now. It's not accidental. I asked the Holy Ghost to touch your heart, to tune to this station at this time. And I also pray that 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 the mercy of God and everyone listening to us will not despise what is hearing from this this platform. You enjoy it because it's programmed for your lifting and advancement and your fulfillment in life. May you not miss that for anything in the world in Jesus' name. Finally, understand that Jesus is life. Like I said, so he's also the source of eternal life. The ultimate program and agenda of God's soul is to enjoy eternity with Him in His everlasting kingdom. You can see that in John three sixteen. He said, "For God so much loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, so whoever believes in Him should no, longer, should no longer perish, but have everlasting life. Should have everlasting life. And then you can see in John first John chapter five verses eleven to twelve. And this is the record. I love this scripture. This is the record that God has given us, past and settled. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. So He he has packaged everything. We are complete in Christ. He has everything we need for life and goodness. You have it in Christ. So the only way to now get it is to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. You begin to enjoy those things. And on top of it, you enjoy eternity with God. Don't you want that? Don't you desire that? What shall he profit a man if gains the whole world? You spend maybe 100 or 120 years if you know the secrets. And then on top of it, you, now, everything you've worked for, you now left it. Because after that, you can't pick one, you can't pick one dime. You can't pick one thing with you. So what does the profit? What's the profit of all that then? That's why eternity with God should be your greatest quest and desire. And the secret of getting, how to get that is what the Holy Ghost will be giving you as to continue to listen to us through this kind of messages and others like this that will be coming through other ministers of God all around the world. Praise God. Oh, glory to God. First John, take note of that scripture. First John chapter 5, verses 11 to 12. Go and meditate on it. God has given us eternal life. This life is in His Son, Jesus. He that has Jesus, therefore has life. May you not miss that for anything in the world. Remember Psalm 107 verse 20. This program is this program is, is actually packaged for your healing. He sent His word and healed them. Just merely listening to this message, receiving the word of truth like a child is enough to deliver you from every oppression of the devil. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. A single statement can just change your life around altogether. That's the beauty of listening to messages like this. And finally... Jesus, the way the truth and the life has been programmed for the, to help you for your fulfillment in life by fulfilling your divine assignment. God sent you to the earth for a purpose. You are not just sent to the earth to be looking for money and what to eat like, like um, I mean, no, no, that's not the purpose. God, has, every manufacturer has a purpose for creating a product. God manufactured you and created you for a purpose. It's in fulfilling that purpose to be fulfilled in life. And that purpose is tied with your gift and your talent because God is not waiting for you to get a degree because he knows some people may not go to university before you can fulfill it. So that's why he has packaged, he has given you the tools to fulfill that assignment in your gift and your talent. And that's why he has sent us to help you, to discover it, to develop it, and to deploy it effectively. Look at Joseph. He didn't attend any university. I'm not jettisoning university education. It's good to attend university. It will enhance actually your fulfillment of your ministry actually. As it helped Brother Paul, Moses, Brown Prophet, Moses and others. But the truth is that with or without degree or university education, you can still fulfill your colorful destiny glo- on the glo- I mean, gloriously. Hallelujah. And that is what, you know, um, and that is what has given back to Christ's talents and the upcoming Talents Academy. If you want to know more about this or you want to be part of this, you can get across to me because I will give you my contact details to at the end of this ministration. That's what this program has been packaged for. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's actually what we are set to do. We are set for Jesus the way, taking the word, around the world. I'll be right back. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You're welcome. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. I'm your host, Dio Du Or just simply Daddy D. The topic we're exploring, like I said, is for I mean, like I said before, today is Jesus, the firstborn from the dead. The firstborn from the dead. Our anchor scripture is Matthew 28, verses 1 to 7, and then verse 9. Please take note of the scripture. Very important. Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 to 7, and then verse 9. Jesus the firstborn from the dead, this message will change your life. Hear what the scripture says. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene, and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven. And came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here for his reason. As he has said, come and see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that it is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There you shall see him. Lo, I have told you. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, all hail! And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know about I don't know about you. Don't, reading that scripture alone just turning something around in me. You can see in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. That's where we got the title for today's message. You link that Matthew together with Colossians chapter 1, verses 18. Let me read that again, Colossians 1.18. And he is the head of the body. The church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. We are discussing today the firstborn from the dead. What does it mean? You should be interested. The firstborn. <laughs> there will be a second born. There will be a third born. In fact, there will be 100 million born, born, and so on and so forth. May you be in that list and company. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, but Jesus, our Master, is the firstborn from the dead. I started studying this, this, this statement, and in fact, I had to. At this, I told you about. I'm this about by my thirty-six years in the Lord. I did not understand the meaning of this phrase until I started preparing for this message. I had to kneel down and cry to the Holy Ghost to show me what does it mean. What does it mean? Because I haven't realized that some people have been resurrected from the dead before. Why are they not referred to as firstborn? Why is it that we're now referring to Jesus as the firstborn from the dead? Before Jesus rose from the dead, so many people have, been risen, have risen from the dead before. Hmm. That's why I say that we have a lot to learn. Every day we have to, a lot to learn from the Lord. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ is the firstborn from the dead. But somehow we say, like I was just saying now, but a number of persons have died and resurrected before the advent of our Lord Jesus Christ. For instance, Elijah, raised the Shunammite woman's son. Even our master Jesus himself raised Lazarus from the dead. How come now that Jesus is being referred to as the firstborn from the dead? Please understand this. The resurrection of Jesus is quite unique. There's nothing like it. Now what makes it unique? First, it did not die in sin. If you look at all the others we're referring to, they literally died in their sin. So that is what, that is a unique feature in itself. So, because of that singular thing, that singular, he was not legally liable to death. Death has no legal right over him. And that was why, you know, death has no power over him. So he was the first to truly conquer death because he did not commit sin. The other that died before him, like you said, they died in sin. So there's what not, their own case therefore was not resurrection unto eternal life because as long as you die in your sin, you, the sin has a right to keep holding you down there. I mean, the death, sorry, death has a right to keep holding you down there. As long as you die, if, if somebody dies in sin, the moment you die in sin, death has a right to hold you f- forever in that, city, in that particular state of death. <laughs> That's a mystery in itself. So they still had to die, of course, but the Lord, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, in those case. He did not die in sin, like I said. So And so he was able to destroy the power of death forever. And so he collected the keys of hell and death. And so he rose from the dead never to die again. Somebody shout hallelujah. So he's the first person to experience this. So he became the first born from the dead and the author of eternal life. Hallelujah. For consequently, as many as genuinely will receive him as the Lord, as your, if you, anytime you, receive, as you receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, and with his blood, you overcome the power of death. So that is the mystery now. You see, because it takes somebody who would die without sin to enter into that class of the firstborn. I mean, when we are talking about resurrection from the dead, those who will not suffer death again, then it is imperative you die without sin. And the only way that can happen is when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, and then his blood begins to atone for you. Then his blood will wash away all your sins, and then will make you perfect and impeccable before God. If such a person now die in the physical or in the body, death cannot have hold over him or her again because yes, the penalty for that sin has been fully paid for. Somebody shout hallelujah. How we are getting this? That's what makes this kind of resurrection different from all previous resurrection we have been seen before the advent of our master Jesus. And that is why Jesus Christ is the firstborn from the dead. May you and I be part of the train. I don't know what number our, our own is be because the apostles have gone ahead of us and so have died in Christ. The number, I don't know, the list has been so, I'm sure there will be millions already. But the good news, that what we should be aspiring for is that you and I will enter into that list of those who will be resurrected unto life eternal and will no longer suffer death forever and we escape death altogether. And that was why Jesus said emphatically, anybody who believes in me, will no longer die. If anybody truly believes in me, he will no longer die. As you receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, I see you and I escaping death forever in the name of Jesus. Death will lose its power over your life forever in the name of Jesus. Because, you see, see, this thing of death is sin. It's only when you keep on, you die in sin, that death will continue to have power over you. Because the wages of sin is death. Death. But thank God for our Lord Jesus Christ who by his blood has redeemed us from the power of sin and the power of death. And so we escape death forever altogether in the mighty name of my Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the resurrection we are talking about here is accompanied with change of the mortal body. That's another beauty about this kind of, this resurrection we are talking about, you know. The, the body will be changed with a glorious immortal body. Jesus took on that body. Our master Jesus was the first to take on that kind of body. That's why also he's the first born from the dead. So it's not just about rising from the dead. There are certain supernatural changes taking place even within the body. And see what happened with our master Jesus, you will see. So Because you need to see, because he's our forerunner. He's it, it, having a foretaste. Of what we are to enjoy. So whatever you see in Jesus, you should expect the same to happen to you and high very soon. Hallelujah. Because he's the head. We are his body. We are one with him by the grace of God. Glory to God. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see, that is the way. Jesus Christ therefore took up, you know, that body, that glorious body at, his, at the resurrection. This glorious body cannot die anymore. That's number one. Number two, this body is not limited by natural laws. This body can disobey the law of gravity. It can float in the air. As you can see with our Lord Jesus Christ after the resurrection, when he finished talking to the disciples, he was taken up into the clouds. We Still with the same body, he appeared to them, See, see, another characteristic of this glorious body that we, we are to experience after this glorious resurrection experience which our master went through for, I mean, to display for us. Hallelujah. This body can pass through the wall and related human barriers. Yes. And yet this same body, though it can pass through the wall, can still eat bread and fish as you, as you can see our master Jesus did in the scriptures when the disciples were doubting. And I'm going to read that scripture to you so that you can see, so that you not just think I'm making up all these stories. Hallelujah. This same body, like I told you, Hallelujah, glory to God. So, as the firstborn from the dead, only Jesus Christ has taken this glorious body to date. By the mercies of God, we shall join him at the rapture in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory to God. See the account in Luke chapter 24, verses 36 to 43. And as they thus speak, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them. Meanwhile, because of the fear of the Jews, they've closed all the doors and the windows. And yet, Jesus passed through all those barriers and appeared in their midst. And see what happened. They were taken with fear. They were terrified. They were terrified. So Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, peace unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted. And suppose that they have seen a spirit or a ghost. And he said unto them, Why are you troubled? Why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and blood. Can you imagine? My hands. He said, as you see me have... He said, handle me, touch me. So you can still touch this body and yet this kind of body can still pass through walls, can still pass through closed doors. May you and I not miss this for anything in the world. I don't know about you, I'm exactly looking forward to it. I'm sure it was floating in the air, it was not necessarily sitting down. But you can sit down, but it can float in the air, it can pass through the walls. By just willing it, you can be any place you want to be, that you want to be. You want to be in Lagos now, you just will it and you are in Lagos. My God. That's the glorious body. That's what happens to you after the rapture, after the resurrection. Glory to God. I don't know whether you see what I'm seeing. This is too glorious to miss. May you and I not miss this for anything in the world. In the name of Jesus. We are discussing Jesus Christ, the firstborn from the dead. And all the glories accompany that experience. Which you and I. He he went through a forties of that. So that to show us what we stand to enjoy in him. When we obey him. And we are saved to the uttermost. These are the things we stand to enjoy. These are the things we stand to enjoy. It's awesome. It's mind boggling. We cannot comprehend it with our human senses. But it's going to happen very soon. Glory be to God. He said, Handle me and see, for spirit hath no flesh and bones as you see me have. And when he has thus spoken, he showed them his hand and his feet. And while they yet yet believed not for joy, and wondered, he said unto them, Have you here any meat? That is, do you have any food here? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and an honeycomb, and he took it and did eat before them. That was after the resurrection, people of God. Do you see spirit eating f- fish and honeycomb? That is the kind of body we are going to acquire after the rapture. After the rapture. In fact, two words actually are interplaying: Either resurrection or rapture. Those who die in Christ will experience resurrection. Those who, I mean, and of course they also be raptured. But those who are alive will be raptured literally. They will not even taste death forever. They will just be changed in the an eye, and then we take on this kind of glorious body. It is this kind of glorious body we are going to take on. That is what is really exciting me. It's so exciting. It's not the angelic body. It's not a spirit. It's like amalgamation of spirit and body at the same time. It's a glorious body. I can only use the term glorious body. So much depth to it. So much wonder. So much. So Oh my God. Indeed, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard what God has prepared for those who love him. We are going places. We we not miss this for anything in, this world, in the world in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. So what must I do to be a partaker of this glorious body that cannot be touched with death anymore? Number one, you have to genuinely believe and accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Number two, you have to be baptized in the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking it to us because it's the Holy Ghost that will transform you and will change our mortal body into immortality and grace us to acquire this glorious body. The same way he transformed Lazarus. The same, he was the same person that raised Jesus, our Master Jesus Christ from the dead, the Holy Ghost. The creative power of God. The creative spirit of God. So you must be filled with Him because He's already at work in us even now. Transforming us by the day. Hallelujah. And then number three, you have to daily read and obey the word of God and feed and obey the Word. Because that's the raw material the Holy Ghost is going to use to transform you and I. And then number four, you have to daily watch and pray. So that God, we count you worthy, you and I worthy to, be, I mean, to partake of the rapture, hallelujah, and escape the tribulation of these end times. Do you believe? If you, I mean, you have to truly believe this truth before you, and behave it, like even like Jesus, before you can experience it. That is why the Lord is bringing this word your way. If you don't know about it, you can experience it. And if you know about it and you are not believing it, you can experience it also. You've got to know it, believe it, begin to behave it by conforming yourself and aligning yourself to the character of Jesus before you can experience this kind of rapture and resurrection and experience this glorious body and this glorious life I'm talking about. But the mercy of God, may you not miss that for anything in the world in the name of Jesus. I'll be right back. Jesus, the way, taking the world, round the world. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise, keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are here. You're welcome back. This is Jesus, the way, the truth, and life. love. I'm your host, Diodeco. I am simply call me Daddy D. I don't know about you. I'm just so excited with that revelation the Holy Ghost is bringing our way. I'm telling you, it's fresh from the heaven. I'm also learning from it myself. I'm telling you the truth. And I still need to take time to go and meditate more deeply on it and align myself accordingly. I don't want to miss that experience. But taking this, my mortal body, taking on this immortality, this glorious body like that of my Lord Jesus Christ, who is a foreigner, who is already, already operating in this body and in this realm, glory and is presently seated at the right hand of God watching us as I'm talking to you now hallelujah and so for you to be a partaker of these glorious events and things to escape that altogether, and to partake of eternity with God taking on this glorious body that we have just shared with you a little bit hallelujah the first step that you have to be genuinely born again you want to be a partaker of that? You want to enjoy these glorious events in, the, in, in our Lord Jesus Christ? Then, and I'm sure you want to begin this journey. You want to give your life to Jesus or you want to dedicate your life to Christ? Lift up your right hand where you are now. Just separate yourself for a few minutes. It doesn't take long. Put your left hand on your chest and say the following after me. Believing, Say, my Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I'm asking you to forgive me my sins. I plead the blood of Jesus. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe Jesus is Lord. I believe Jesus is the Savior. Lord Jesus, save me. Write my name in the book of life. Give me the grace to go and see no man. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Transform my life and make me worthy to partake of the rapture. Or the, and, or the resurrection as the case may be. In the name of Jesus. So help me Lord. Give me the grace to go and sin no more. Give me the grace to hate sin. And to love righteousness. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Congratulations. Angels are rejoicing over you. I rejoice with you also. Hallelujah. This is a great step. Take note of today's day. It is more important than your birthday. I tell you the truth. Just remember now. With your newborn spirit, you need to begin to feed that newborn spirit. Every new, every new baby needs milk. The milk you need this time around is the milk of the word of God. Begin with the New Testament. Minimum two chapters every day. I didn't say two verses. Two chapters. Minimum. Hallelujah. And read it before the food. Operation no word, no food. And then make sure you are filled with the Holy Ghost. Every Most churches have Believers Foundation School now. They will, you'll be baptised in the Holy Ghost there. But if your church is not having such a program, I invite you to join us at Winners Chapel, the Foundation School at Winners Chapel. You can, if you're close to the uh, Headquarter Church, Kenan land, just ask for Kingdom Heritage. Monday on Monday, 6 p.m. Get there before six, please, because the program starts exactly six and ends 7:30. You'll be given six powerful keys that will change your life. One of them is. How to be empowered with the Holy Ghost to the point of speaking in tongues, and you will be empowered for signs and wonders. Please come around. If you still need clarification, I'll be giving my contact details. I will give you. If you are far from Canaan land, there are over too many other centers, over 700 centers all around. Please, I will give you. I mean, even all over the world, I will give you direction of how to contact. But don't miss it for anything in the world because the Holy Ghost is the one that will wrought all these miracles I've just shared with you. Is the Holy Ghost. Many are backsliding today because they are not filled with the Holy Ghost. And some are filled with the Holy Ghost. They are not rela- fellowshipping with Him properly. They are not relating with Him. You need to learn all that so that your life will not remain the same. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's quickly let minister to those who are sick. That's part of the assignment the Lord has given us. Just stretch out your hand. Or you want to stand in for somebody or maybe you are challenging any part of your body. Start the gadget where you are hearing my voice and begin to respond amen to Please believe this. According to Mark eleven twenty-four, 24. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. The moment we finish this prayer, and you know the interesting thing, Jesus has paid the price for your healing before you were born. So you are just to receive it like a child. You don't need any gymnastics or goose pimples in your body before you know the miracle is done. Just believe like a child. He said even if your feet is as small as a mustard seed, you can still move mountains. Believe the Lord. The things of the Lord are not complex. Just believe. As we finish this prayer, shout it. I receive my healing now and begin to do what you couldn't do before. The Holy Ghost will strengthen you. Even if you are paralyzed, you couldn't walk before. Make the effort. I don't, don't worry how many times you fall. As you keep shouting it, I can assure you that was the same way Ken, our Father in the Lord, Kenneth Egan, was delivered from paralysis. He couldn't walk for 16 months on his own. The Holy Ghost told him, if you believe I've healed you, begin to behave like somebody who's healed. He carried his leg. And he, 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 he made the effort, to, he said he was almost going to fall like this, the Holy Ghost now strengthening him and putting him back. But that was how he conquered paralysis. I see you conquering in Jesus' name. That is the way faith works. You must produce the works of faith before you can experience it. So are you ready to begin that journey? Begin to say amen to these prayers now. In the name of Jesus, Father, my Father, my God, I lift up this precious source before you. In the because these ones have given their lives to Jesus, they are not permitted to be sick. Because you took our infirmities, you borrowed our sickness. By your stripes we are healed. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke you, foul spirit of infirmity, oppressing these ones. In the name of Jesus, loose him now. In the name of Jesus, loose her now. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim you healed. Receive your healing now. My Lord Jesus has made you whole. Shout it. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. I receive my healing now. Begin to celebrate your healing. Begin to behave like somebody who is healed. Begin to do what you could not do before. Arise now and make your bed. For my Lord Jesus Christ has made you whole. Glory to God. I want to hear your testimony. It's a new day for you. Remember, I'm not telling you what I've not experienced. The Lord delivered me also from asthma and so many other afflictions. The Lord who delivered us delivered you already begin to celebrate your healing don't go by your feelings don't go by the symptoms they're fake they're temporal believe the word of god begin to behave in line with the word, and your healing will be established i want to hear your testimony and that takes me to this special announcement quickly if you want to share your testimony of your new birth experience or your healing or you need counsel or guidance concerning holy ghost baptism or financial breakthrough or marital challenges or career and academic challenges you know, you know you maybe you desire to you know you know you are interested in some of our books there are quite a number of them that will change your life altogether or, or the parts the past podcast recordings of these messages they are available on anchor and spotify you want to know how to get across to it you can please get across to me through this number i'm going to give you or maybe you are talented also we also support talents those who have discovered their talents, they've developed it. They just need support concerning production. I mean, we are not calling for those who are looking for money, please. You want to be a blessing to the body of Christ. And you need support to develop like in maybe singing, maybe drama, maybe writing or programming. You want to produce cartoons for our children. Then you can come across. You can be supported. So I hope you are ready with your pen. 234 909 234-909-6505-735. That's the number. No flash in place. Just get your message across to we'll be given for that instruction as you do that. And remember, it's not what you know that matters, but what you do with what you know. As you begin to trade with this divine secrets, I see God lifting you to your topmost top in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth. See you again next week and God bless you. Remember, Jesus the way, taking the world, round the world. God bless you. What can you do, Jesus? Let's go! Jesus. Creator. Creator. You've been listening to Dr. Dio Odukoya, taking you on a life transforming journey. To ensure you being a winner on earth. For more information and testimonies, contact Daddy D on 090-96-50-5735. Until next time, keep basking in God's grace.